Here's our 2020 Vision Radio News update for Friday 3rd June. I am Curtis Morton. Out of Charlestown, Nevis, Culture Armor 48 heats up with the hosting of Action Corner. Antonio Abernathy Leibert tells us more in this Nevis television report. The entertainment for tomorrow, we will have New Level Sound and we'll also have the core band which will be featuring Deli Ranks and Daddy Tusty. Now you will also get an opportunity to win prizes, tickets to the Culturama events. If you attend the function tomorrow, we are going to be having some giveaways. Um, our premium platinum sponsor, Flow, will, will be there with their pop-up shop. And you can get a lot of goodies from Flow. You can get top-ups, you can get free cell phones. And so we are going to be kicking off Culturama 48, the promotion um, in a big way tomorrow. Liebert mentioned the surprise at tomorrow's event and prizes to be won. There's also going to be a very special surprise, which I cannot say on camera right now. You have to come to the activity tomorrow. I can tell you that for those of you who want to attend Tropics on Saturday for free, that you can come to the Cotton Jewelry Mall tomorrow and win free tickets that would get you to that mega event happening at the Malcolm Gishard Recreational Park on Saturday. So, please join us at the Cod General Mall tomorrow, 4 until 8 p.m. for the first in a series of Action Corner events. And out of Bastia, St. Kitts, Premier Mark Brantley has refuted statements by Prime Minister Timothy Harris regarding the CBI revenue sharing. More in this SKNIS news report. According to Dr. Harris, who is also the Federal Minister of Finance, the amounts being allocated to Nevis were amounts requested by the Premier as a fair allocation for Nevis. When Mark Brantley became the Premier of Nevis, he too wrote requesting what he determined was a fair share for the people of Nevis, a whopping 50% increase he requested. And I sat and I discussed with him and he said, yes, give me some, you know, next year I have certain things to do, blah, 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 blah. Again, being overly generous, we agreed. $45 million determined by them. It is not I who pulled the figures. In every letter that are there, Every letter that is there and the records would reflect these are their requests that determined. They determined that I was reasonable. But when he suits them, they want to change the goalposts. So we move from 30 to 45 within a short window of time. And everything was good and dandy. And then after a budget, in which we had inputted the $45 million for 2022, the Premier of Nevis came again and he said, well, could we carry it up to 66? Well, what do you think he was asking? For an unfair portion or a fair and equitable portion of what he deemed was required? But according to Premier Mark Brantley, what Dr. Harris said at the press conference is misleading and does not reflect the reality of the matter, challenging the Prime Minister to provide proof to support the discussions held between them. How now you come to try to suggest to sensible people 
that we over here seeing six and seven hundred million dollars being earned and we're going to say okay just give us seven percent that is fair i issued a challenge open challenge this evening the former prime minister dr timothy harris has any correspondence from me mark brantley saying that this is considered nevis's fair share let him share it with the public let him do so i am so happy i was trained as a lawyer and I'm happy I was trained as a lawyer because as a lawyer, I was always taught to document issues. Sometimes I have a conversation with someone. When the conversation is over, I write to them. Dear sir, I would like to recap our conversation. You know why? People like to say you no say. Or they like to say you say what you did not say. And I always found it interesting because throughout the time I've known this gentleman, the former Prime Minister, Dr. Harris, he always used to say to me, Mark, what well, you like to write so? Man, pick up the phone and call me. You always want to write to me. My Mark, call me sometime, man. Let me talk on the phone. We go to break, and when I come back, we'll have news on the regional scene. Women of the Federation of Sinkit and Nevis, I have a message for you. Not because you may be fatter and bigger than the man in your life, means that you should beat upon him every now and again and physically hurt him and make him a laughing stock for those who have little or no understanding god designated the man as the head of the home and women you ought to respect him as such love your man and give him the support he deserves abuse in any of its forms is against the law and god will judge accordingly I am Curtis Morton Sr. and I endorse this message. Out of Montserrat, Captain Ryan of Heliconia Star, along with his team, responded to a report of two men who were lost at sea. The report came in around midday on June the 1st, 2022. According to information received, the two men were last seen on May 31st at about 2 p.m. at Little Bay before fishing. A close friend of the fisherman reported that it is not usual for them to stay out this long without making contact. He further stated that they were headed to Brands Bay Point. Additional information was obtained from the fisheries department and Heliconia Star's crew went in search of the two men. After three hours of searching, the two men, Angelo Richards and Martin Weeks, were found and they appeared in good health. Captain Ryan encourages the importance of safety equipment when going out to sea. Such equipment is VHF radio with a spare battery, a fully charged cellular phone and a life jacket. Unfortunately, there was no safety equipment on board. DPA Rodney wishes to thank Mr. Puntin from the Fisheries Department for the assistance rendered and Captain Ryan and crew, Coxswain Huggins, Deckhand Darrow and Engineer Mahoney for their swift action. And out of St. Croix, a man wanted by police for child abuse turned himself in on Tuesday and a day later a judge found a probable cause for the arrest at his advice of rights hearing. Jelani Ferdinand, 27, is facing up to 20 years in prison for one count of child abuse and a maximum of five years for a third degree assault count charge under the domestic violence statute. He was held in jail without bail Tuesday night 
per the domestic violence statute and appeared in court on Wednesday. Territorial Public Defender Ramario Orozco argued during a hearing on Wednesday that Ferdinand's actions are not criminal. Ferdinand was punishing a child and the level of reprimand does not rise to the level required under the statute, he said. Ferdinand struck the child about 15 times with a belt and I don't believe that that is reckless or serious injury even with the photos that show some bruising, Orozco said. Magistrate Judge Yolan Brow Ross held a private sidebar with Orozco and Assistant VA Attorney General Amy Simpson to view photos of the child's bruises taken by the police. When the judge resumed the hearing in open court, she found probable cause for the charges and told Ferdinand that the case against him would proceed. But Ross also noted his lack of criminal history and said she has concerns about the strength of the people's case. According to the facts alleged in the affidavit filed by the police, Ferdinand was called in by another adult to address the child's misbehavior, and he did so by corporal punishment, Ross said. The people have understandably expressed concern about the manner and severity of the corporal punishment, but the people are not contending that he is a flight risk or a danger to the community. Ross set bail at $15,000 but ordered Ferdinand released on his own recognizance, meaning that he did not have to post any cash before being released from jail. And internationally, mom who defied police at Texas school shooting site tells a story in this CBS report. So we are hearing this morning from a mother who ran inside the school in Uvalde, Texas to protect her kids. She says that police held her back and handcuffed her as the shooting unfolded. Lilia Luciano has the exclusive interview. Lilia, good morning. Nikwan Phipps smashed in five goals for Saul Allen Tavlad. on Splice Connery. You know, I met with uh, Angeli Gomez yesterday in a field nearby. She's a farm worker. She was telling me that her kids on the morning of the shooting had both graduation ceremonies or a ceremony at school. She showed up there, but she didn't want to take photos with them. She told me she was embarrassed because she had come straight from work. She was working early that morning and she was dusty from the field, but her kids told her mom, we want to take this photo. She says, you know, I'm so glad I took that photo because it could have been the last one. And it was for many of the parents who lost their children who had been there. Like many parents, after that, she left, she went back to work back to the field and within 10 minutes she received a frantic call from her mom telling her that there was a shooting at the school so she got in her car and she sped at about a hundred miles an hour she told me until she finally got here and this is what she told me after right away as I parked um, US Marshals started coming toward my car saying that um, I wasn't allowed to be parked there and uh, he said well we're gonna have to arrest you because you're being very uncooperative I said, well, you're going to have to arrest me because I'm going in there and I'm telling you right now, I don't see none of y'all in there. Y'all are standing with snipers and y'all are far away. I'm, if y'all don't go in there, I'm going in there. He right, immediately put me in cuffs. She says after Uvalde police officers told marshals to uncuff Gomez, she ran towards the school. As soon as they uncuffed me, I jumped that first gate fence. And once I jumped it, I went to my son's class and I knocked on the door and I remember the teacher saying, um, I'm like, hey, they're already, they're already um, bulge cutting the fence to get me. She's like, you think we have time to get out? I said, you have time. I'm going to run for my other son. Once she was assured her son was okay, Gomez ran to get her other child, encountering more officers who tried to stop her. So I start yelling and I'm being a cooperative and I'm like, well, y'all aren't doing shit. What are y'all doing? Y'all ain't doing Y'all need to be in here. Give me your best. Somebody give me a best. Something. I started paying attention to how far the shots were being. 
So that I knew the shooter was all the way still by my first son's class. So when I went to my son, my second son's door, the teacher didn't want to open the door for me. So that's when they started um, escorting me out. And as I, as I see that they're opening my son's door, I go run for my son and I get him. With both of her kids out safe, Gomez still can't shake the thought of those who didn't make it. While you were inside the school, did you see officers there inside the school? There was not one the school? officer inside the school when I In ran to areas. my second son's class. There was not one officer. And you were hearing gunshots, so you knew you that could hear the it gunshots. was an active shooter. It was still active. The gunshots were still active. They were not in there. There was no one in there. If anything, when I pulled up, my car was closer to the school than, the, where, than where the snipers and everybody that was laying on the ground were. When you heard that it took law enforcement 75 minutes before they went in and stopped the shooter, what was your thinking, having been inside the school yourself? I don't know. I was just thinking that they could have saved many more lives. They could have gone into that classroom and maybe two or three would have been gone, but they could have saved a whole, a whole more, the whole class. They could have done something, gone through the window, sniped them through the window. I mean something but nothing was being done if anything they were being more aggressive on us parents that were willing to go in there and like i told one of the officers i don't need you to protect me get away from me i don't need your protection if anything i need you to go in there with me to go protect my kids and if anything they were being more aggressive on us they were more pertained on keeping us back than getting into that school now to our weather update the local weather forecast for st kiss and nevis valid up to 8 p.m today friday 3rd june the weather today partly cloudy with a 20% or slight chance of showers. The winds east-southeast at 13 to 26 kilometers per hour or 8 to 16 miles per hour. The seas 1.2 to 1.5 meters or 4 to 5 feet. The sunrise today was at 5.36 a.m. The sunset today is scheduled for 6.42 p.m. And we also have the four-day weather forecast. Relatively dry and stable conditions will continue across the Leeward Islands and the British Virgin Islands. By Saturday and Sunday, a slight increase in moisture will lead to a moderate chance for cloudiness and showers. I'm Curtis Morton wishing you a wonderful day and a marvelous weekend.